Hi everyone, welcome to the Fallible Management Podcast. Today, why I am against ESG as a vehicle for moral progress. So ESG uh, has come to represent the idea that companies going forward will also have to uh, comply with a certain reporting on not only their financial results, uh, which we have already, but also on what is now called ESG uh, performance metrics or performance benchmarks. E stands for environmental, S for social and G for governance. And combined, they um, include a set of what I would call moral benchmarks uh, dealing with you know how companies should treat their employees um, also treat you know the environment uh, that's that's the e um, and ESG as a vehicle is the idea that we can develop benchmarks for performance on either of these ESG uh, aspects and then also have an uh, party control the reporting of companies and when the reporting deviates from uh, particular minimum expectations we could also for example fine the companies or punish them in some way or another um, and that is the whole ESG now I want to criticize the thing as being a bad vehicle uh, of course not criticize the content of any kind of ESG ID. Um, so I'm not here to criticize uh, the idea that, that companies can and should uh, continue to make moral progress um, on either E, S or G dimensions. Uh, that's not what I'm critiquing. Um, I'm, criti I'm critiquing the, the particular vehicle. And the reasons are as follows. So first of all, I think um, ESG needs to have uh, or rely already on a bad justification uh, they already to justify the approach have to say that companies are incapable uh, to solve particular moral problems related to esg themselves um, so they have to say that the knowledge is not in the companies uh, so we need to control it from the outside and set benchmarks from the outside um, because companies simply do not uh, possess the knowledge today um, whereas on the you know flip side uh, companies develop very actively and continuously knowledge about you know how to treat uh, employees if you don't treat employees well um, they're going to leave the company and if you uh, continue to neglect some kinds of preferences that your customers uh, hold uh, even you know societal preferences uh, with regards, for example, to um, social behaviors or environmental behaviors, you're going to lose your customers as well. So already a company, for the very fact that it's operating in a free market, is obliged to respect um, moral principles, develop moral knowledge, improve on their moral practices continuously. And they're doing that, actually. There's, it's not that they're not doing that today. And hence, we need some kind of external control body to make sure that, you know, they develop that knowledge tomorrow. So that's already, in terms of justification, a very weak argument. Um, companies are doing it uh, today um, and, you know, are more and more aware that uh, morally they need to make as much progress as, for example, financially. 
On the other hand, also, if we want to make moral progress uh, in companies, then uh, the knowledge to do so should be always developed inside a company. So the autonomy to solve their moral problems, I think, should always reside inside the company and not come from some kind of external party um, that is just presenting you with uh, benchmarks. Uh, but not any more knowledge than that and, and controlling your performance based on benchmarks. Um, problem solving autonomy is key uh, for companies. They're operating in free markets uh, where they're constantly solving uh, problems autonomously, uh, mainly problems about how to survive, how to create value, how to grow. But uh, again, also moral problems. I mean, how to treat their employees well, how to uh do fair promotions that are in line with uh you know the merits of people but at the same time are respectful of uh employees and that requires knowledge and requires knowledge development and the the place where that knowledge needs to be developed is the place where the actual problems uh, reside which is inside of companies not uh at some central uh level where where the only thing that is being set are are high level general benchmarks but not knowledge about how to achieve them and and how to learn from mistakes and improve your knowledge uh, that always should reside inside a company and cannot come i think in a forced way from the outside especially not under the form of uh, high level benchmarks now about those benchmarks another argument uh, against the esg as a vehicle so they would uh, set particular benchmarks I'm, I'm just guessing for example benchmarks like you know all of the promotions of all of the promotions 50 percent should be uh, women and 50% should be men, for example. It will be uh, in those kinds of formats. They need to be, or they need, they require very simple metrics uh, where the validation of whether or not you have achieved the metric is, is done very simple because you have to do it for a whole range of companies. It has to be the same for everyone if it's done centrally. Con consequence of that is that the metrics or the benchmarks will be extremely simple like you know just things like you know 50 percent of the promotions need to be men 50 percent need to be women now the problem with that is that um you know you can control and set simple benchmarks for what companies are not allowed to do but it's very hard or um you know nearly impossible to set benchmark for what they should do what companies should not do can be controlled through benchmarks. Like, for example, you cannot, in the financial reporting, you cannot report uh, revenue that you didn't honestly acquire. Um, there have been cases in the past that uh, the company's reporting is a little bit pumped up with artificial revenues. Uh, that's one thing. Also, you cannot book particular costs in particular uh, cost categories where you have tax deductibility uh, when that particular cost uh, you know, shouldn't be booked there. That is things that companies should not do. And for things you should not do, um, benchmarks works well because you can do a simple check whether or not the thing that shouldn't be done was uh, exactly not done uh, or not. But at least the manifestation uh, of the fact that companies didn't do a particular bad thing is easy and trivial and that's where benchmarks work but now we're going to use benchmarks 
to also say what companies should do. And in, in essence, with ESG, what we're saying to companies is that they should, you know, act morally and, and respectfully and all those kinds of things. But we're going to do that under the, under the format of a benchmark, um, which doesn't contain any explanatory knowledge about how to do it. Uh, it's just like a very simple, naive uh, measure of, of success of these moral things that companies should do. Um, and so their benchmarks doesn't, don't, don't work. I mean, they, they don't convey any knowledge. They don't help companies uh, to figure out exactly how they should, you know, increase the respect or uh, particular moral, moral behavior. Um, so that is uh, useless to, to apply benchmarks to it. I mean, it, it, the essence is that knowledge is being developed and knowledge is developed through trial and error inside companies. Uh, with reflection being taken uh, place in the companies where the actual problems lie and benchmarks do not do anything uh, to enhance the knowledge creation process. On the contrary, I mean, if anything, they do uh, increase the incentive for, uh, you know, uh, greenwashing or, you know, trying to circumvent uh, the, 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 the performance you actually do against those benchmarks or trying to even you know, corrupt um, the auditors uh, in order to get a good remark or a good mark. But nothing of all of that has to do with the thing that really is urgent. That is the knowledge creation about how to solve moral problems, new moral problems and continue to keep solving those moral problems. And that requires knowledge and uh, problem solving autonomy that can only reside exclusively inside companies and not uh, in some kind of general benchmark, benchmarky way uh, at the cen at the central level, and then the last uh, argument against, I would say, is that you know ESG comes with this idea that we need to report our performance not only towards um, uh, shareholders but also towards you know a broader group of stakeholders, which they then call um, abstractly society, but problem is you can't simply report to something that doesn't exist you know society and society's preferences do not exist only individuals exist and individuals can have ideas about what they prefer or not um, be it you know uh, in terms of financial performance or moral performance but it's only individuals that can have ideas around that and your employees have expectations and ideas your customers your shareholders but society cannot have uh, preferences. I mean, uh, when we use or I would say abuse the concept of society's preferences, it's always because of a kind of pressure we want to uh, put onto companies, but not because there is something real, uh, which is the actual preference of society. Um, societal preferences evolve. Um, they, they um, well, there's even I guess uh, Arrow's impossibility theorem that says that uh, you cannot rank order uh, preferences in a logical consistent way uh, across many actors, uh, which, which, which as society actually is. So uh, society's preferences is something or preference or rank ordered preference is something that doesn't exist and that is uh, impossible to calculate even. So 
um, we cannot uh, also demand that companies report to something or versus something that is impossible to de- I mean to define. Uh, so that refutes the whole thing already simply from that argument. Um, but obviously that argument is used um, to put pressure on companies. I mean, first we invent what society prefers. Uh, and then you know we use that societal preferences as a way of pushing companies to do something else uh, than the thing that they're actually doing but society societal preference is something that does not exist hence cannot be used as a real uh, way pressure companies into doing a particular thing or stop doing a, another particular thing so that's also an argument for why uh, this whole esg as a, a vehicle is is something um that that really you know is is not is not good cannot work uh and should uh, definitely not be pursued so that's what i wanted to share as always uh, happy to hear uh, feedback and comments and hope to talk to you soon bye bye